broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Midtown Business Radio. Hey, what's up, everyone? It is CW. Thank you for checking out the Midtown Business Radio show. On this week's episode, I had the special treat of being joined in the studio by Vice President of Professional Relations from Life University, as we are twice a month. Dr. Jill LaMarche joined me in the studios, and I had the special treat of having my publicist from Solution Road, Sarah Smith, and her creative director, Teresa Roth, joining us in the studio to talk a little bit about how Solution Road is able to help businesses and other organizations who are trying to get the word out about what they do, help them craft their story, ensure that their branding efforts and the various media channels through which they are distributing information about what they do is concise and eloquently telling the public what they do so that they can get their message across and actually achieve their goals. The Solution Road team also possesses expertise in helping organizations who are trying to raise funding, whether it's for a not-for-profit or a for-profit organization. Over the years, Sarah has developed an impressive network of well-known personalities and VIPs in her contacts list. She's able to leverage these relationships to the benefit of the clients that she works with, hooking them up with key decision makers and influencers to the benefit of their organization and what they're trying to achieve. I always enjoy talking with her, so stick around for the full interview with Sarah Smith, Teresa Roth, and Dr. Jill LaMarche coming up next. Good morning, everyone. It is C.W. Hall. Thanks for joining us here on the Midtown Business Radio Show. Joined in studio by Dr. Gilles Lamarche, Vice President of Professional Relations from Life University, as we do twice a month. Have him joining us in the studio. We're helping folks to learn a little about Life University and what they're all about, as well as raise awareness about their cool upcoming event, Life Talks World Congress, going to be held May 12th and 13th at Life University. So, Gilles, thanks for sitting in with us today. Always a pleasure to be with you. And with two wonderful guests this morning. And you had to move your schedule around because something cool was happening last week. You were out of the country. I was. So talk about the Rubicon event. That's uh, kind of a cool thing that Life University is helping to lead. Yeah, I flew to London last week and we hosted with with a group, we hosted the Rubicon conference, bringing chiropractors from seven different institutions, creating a coalition to work together. Imagine that seven institutions, instead of working for themselves, actually working together, collaboration on research initiatives, collaboration on student recruitment events, et cetera. So it was a really, really profound. I I said to someone this morning on the telephone, I said, it was probably one of my best days of my 37-year professional career to actually see a coalition like that being built. So it was quite a profound uh, few days, worth the trip across the pond and back. Where do you see that project going? Well, I think the greatest value is probably going to be in the research collaboration because there's you know money spent in every institution, but so many institutions are doing similar research. Why not get together and do them in a collaborative effort? That was really that's really one of the major goals of that coalition. And so you've gotten already, I mean, you were saying there was a what 50 57 colleges of chiropractic around the world? Well, there's, there's, there's 40 odd. 40 in the world, there, yeah, 17 in the States. There's 17 in okay. the United States, about 40 in the world. So the coalition actually represents a college from New Zealand, three from the US, one from Barcelona, Spain, one from Germany, and one from England. So from a perspective of somebody who wants to link up with a chiropractor, it sounds like trying to position yourself with somebody who trained at one of these types of facilities would probably be giving you a high level of care that's going to be thinking about things from 
a vitalistic perspective, as you've talked about in the past, as well as the the neuro, neurologic side of the functional neurology piece. It is it is definitely the the value and the strength of the Rubicon Group is that there is a commitment to spread the vitalistic, neurologically centered chiropractic around the globe. Are there questions if if I'm trying to vet a chiropractic professional that I want to go see? Are there kind of questions from a philo- philosophical perspective in terms of that that you think would be good for for someone to ask or to know or no? I, I'd say I'd say yes and no because I always found that the best way to find a chiropractor that would suit your needs is to get a referral from someone that actually has utilized that chiropractor services, and that way you're sure that you know you're going to get great quality service. And then once you meet the doc, to make sure that you ask the questions that you want answered. And for the folks who aren't familiar with Life Talks World Congress, talk about that event because it's something that we want to make sure that people know is here and how it might be able to help them out. Sure. So as you as you know, Life University was built as a chiropractic college, still has the largest chiropractic program in the world, but we also have 12 undergrad degree programs. We have four master's degree programs. We're involved in the world of positive psychology, the world of nutrition, the world of you know athletic training, et cetera. The Life Talks World Congress was really to bring that philosophy to the world. So Life Talks World Congress is not a chiropractic conference. The target audience is not the chiropractic profession. It's really a very, very broad audience. This year, it's the second year we're hosting it this year. And the topic is living a life of integrity. So for example, we'll have Dr. Barbara DeAngelis, who's considered to be one of the world's top experts on relationships. So she'll be talking about you know integrity and relationships. On the opposite end of the spectrum, we're going to have Dr. Michael Benelli, who talks about environmental sustainability. You'll say, well, relationships, environmental sustainability, what does that have to do with each other? It's all around the topic of living a life of integrity. If we want to live you know, wonderful lives, we've got to make sure that we protect our planet. So, And everything in between that, because we have another speaker who will be talking about integrity at birth. You may know that uh, the city of, well, Atlanta has been granted a license to open a birth center where births can actually occur outside of a hospital. Because right now in Georgia, it's illegal to give birth outside of a hospital. So the Atlanta Birth Center is coming together, will it, and it will be built and um, due to open at the beginning of June. And that's a cooperative effort with Life University, where here in Midtown, we'll also have a chiropractic clinic, a neurology clinic, a functional neurology clinic that will also include nutrition. But the Atlanta Birth Center is going to have about 50% of that space. It's a 15,000 square foot clinic that's presently being constructed uh, here in Midtown. Now, what is the tie-in with the birth center in life? Well, it's a cooperative effort to build that clinic. And we're actually supporting the evolution of the Atlanta Birth Center. And the reason why I was bringing that up is because um, Angela, no, excuse me, Angeli Aurora, who is the CEO of the Atlanta Birth Center, will be one of our speakers. And she'll be talking about integrity at birth, where mothers, parents often show up, for example, in a delivery room with a beautiful birth plan as to how they want it to happen. And the minute it's handed, and I, and I see Sarah waving her head, the minute it's handed, it's literally just thrown in the garbage. No, really, nobody really pays attention to it. And that's unfortunate because, you know, young moms or moms of any age, parents plan something. They want to create that event because birth is a natural event. But in the last 50 years in America, it's made it somewhat kind of not quite so natural yeah, where you think that it's a disease. And procedural you know? and... Exactly. So that that will be one of the aspects. We'll have Dr. Drew Rubin, uh, who's local, will be speaking about making you know wise decisions as it relates to the health care of your children, you know, be, beyond the birth process. 
So many great speakers, but you can get more information at lifetalks.org. We've been handing out the uh, flyers from here in the studio. People pick it up and take it with them, too. So we're introducing folks around the community, too. And I'm really happy to be telling the story about life and, and all the different things that the university offers, as well as this opportunity to get some individual growth from being exposed to these subject matter experts. So it's pretty cool. It'll be wonderful. Well, one talk that I didn't tell you about is... Dr. Brendan Ozawa da Silva and Dr. Michael Carlin will be speaking on compassionate business. I mean, again, look at the variety of topics at one event, but all of them under the umbrella of living a life of integrity, really from birth to burial, if you like. Mm -hmm. The folks from Solution Road, they fit right into that. They're a group that values integrity. I've gotten to know Sarah Smith, founder of Solution Road over time, and now my publicist, yeah. Aren't you lucky? Yes. That I work for free. <laughs> <laughs> so far, anyway. Don't tell that to everyone. <laughs> Not for You'll get long. more takers. Yeah. Not for long. Yeah, that's Not just a long. hook. Yep, that's it a- is. It's like, no problem. Come on. <laughs> Here we go. Sheil, I wanted to ask you a little bit more about your life talks, if yes, you don't mind. Absolutely. Um, Happy to. Because um, Solution Road has a speaker's bureau. And it's growing. It's very, it's small now, but it's growing. And um, one of the things that I've been working on with one of my speakers uh, is topic and delivery, keeping the integrity actually of your message. He gets a little nervous. So when you pick these people, do you create a diversity of topic? It sounds like you do across the board. Yes. How um how many talks are you having that day? I don't have the schedule right in front of me, but I think we've got eight that day. That's great. On on the Friday. Yep. And again, the umbrella was integrity. So I looked when I looked at the the umbrella topic of integrity from birth until you know the entire aspect of life. I looked. So what do we need to cover when we cover well, that? That's interesting that you did that. So we we started with the birth process. Atlanta Birth Center was a natural. I mean, you know, she's right here in the city. And then I looked at the, the other topics, you know, so integrity at birth, integrity in, in raising children, integrity in education. I mean, I went all the way to integrity in politics and we decided, you know what, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a bad time to talk about integrity in politics. So we're yeah. going to skip that one. So, oh. so no, we, that really might be bad. kind of topical. So we don't, we don't have it uh, this time around. We did talk about it and chose not to do it. And then went all the way to making wise decisions as it relates to the space in which we live. Right. How do we take care of our space? Yeah. So makes sense. Sounds and, good. And once we created the sort of the subject matter, then I went looking for speakers. Some of them I knew. Yeah. Some of them are Life University professors. For example, Dr. Carlin and Dr. Ozawa da Silva were professors at Emory in the past. They're now at Life and they are in our positive psychology department. So they were a natural because they're they're great speakers. They have they have great content. They've spoken all over. Dr. Brendan is a friend with the Dalai Lama. So when you consider that level of friendship, you know that's a man of full integrity <laughs> to have that kind of friend. And, and that's really how we created it. And then, I, you know, I wanted something on relationships. Well, you know, I've seen Barbara in the past, reached out to her assistant, and we were able to hire her, and she'll fly in from California. And Dr. Michael Benelli came from a referral of a referral in, in, you know, in my network. And that's how we got him. Integrity in sports yeah. is, is something that we uh, 
didn't think of actually talking about, but there's no doubt that as part of the integrity and education that could be weaved through, right. you probably you might know that Life University has a pretty wonderful sports program. That's why, I brought, and it is. That's why I wanted to ask you that. It, it is. It is growing. You know, we're one of the number one schools in the nation in rugby, so both cool. men and women now. Yep. We have women's volleyball. We have men and women's uh, wrestling. We have women's cross country. We have swimming. And did you know that bowling is a... I'm from Buffalo. Oh, you knew that. I'm not a bad bowler. Bowling is, <laughs> But bowling is now considered a university sport. Wow. So we now have a bowling team also. Maybe I can university. get a scholarship. And September, we are going to have uh, men and women's... bowling. Yeah, men and women's <laughs> soccer starting. So we're in the process of getting quotes to build a full turf field and beautiful arrangements. And it's great because we've had conversations with the Atlanta United, the new soccer team that is going to be um, starting to play here in about a year. But you may know that they are building their facilities, their practice fields, and their corporate offices are all being built in Marietta. I did not know that. Yes. So you think you might be able to do some collaboration there? We are already in talks with them that they would start using our field because our field is likely to be ready before theirs. Awesome. So we're building good bridges, building great relationships. Who's building your field? It's out on bids right now, oh. so I can't even tell you who that is. Okay. I'm not in charge of it, but I know we have three bids that we're seriously looking at to get that field actually completed by September. Wow. So not too Jeez. far away. Yeah, that's aggressive. Yeah, it's very... Well, we need, it, we need it done because soccer... If we have soccer and rugby and everybody playing on the same field, the field will be yes. destroyed in right. no time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And when is your event? May 12th and 13th. On the campus of Life University, if you've never been on campus, it's a beautiful campus. It's we need to go visit. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 you, is it it's open easy to, to the public it's, to come yeah, here? Absolutely, but you'll you'll get even better. You'll get a personal tour from me. Yeah, if we arrange it, I'll no. walk the whole campus with I'm you. Sure. I've yeah. been there. Gorgeous. I've been there and done that. It's awesome. He said it. He well, said it. Oh yeah, and I will do it too. I deliver on all my promises. You know, when CW came, I think that's where our relationship really yeah. developed because he was like. My gosh, this is like a gem. I didn't even know about this place. That's you know, great. People drive up Cobb Parkway and they see all these car dealerships yeah. and they don't know that if they turn like, you know, is that Barclay? 100 feet onto Barclay, yeah. they're going to see something that goes, oh my gosh, I had no idea it's here. It's beautiful. It's treated. It's in sort of a little bit of a valley. And it really is housed between Cobb Parkway and South Cobb because on that side, you know, we have the Air Force Base. Right. On, we have Dobbins on one side, and then we have Cobb Parkway really on the other side. We share a fence with Dobbins. So you can imagine the treat area. I mean, it's a beautiful campus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's just it's just right there. You just, because it sits off of the road like it does, you just don't see it unless and, you turn down. And one of the big surprises for you was how friendly everybody was. Yeah, that's what really hooked me in as much as anything was um, your own passion about chiropractic and what it's doing for the body and and it's not just a physical and mechanical thing that you're doing it's it's treating the body holistically and I, I think that what really struck me was walking up on the campus the the student tradition that was you know on the sidewalk there that says you know you will you will greet your 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 neighbor that you meet on the sidewalk with a with at least a smile or a hello, you know, yes. they, they call it a speak tradition. And it was started by a group of students. And so we have these plaques around the campus where you don't walk by anyone without acknowledging them. Because at the end of the day, what's life all about if it's not about relationships? So we teach them very, very early on. When students start in their first quarter, they have an entire day with the president where he teaches them 
rights and responsibilities. And it's a phenomenal, I can't remember, I think it's a six hour talk that he gives, you know, with a break, obviously. That's ingrained right at the beginning, right into our curriculum, mm-hmm. is that you're not here just to get a piece of paper that gives you a degree. You're here to actually build a life and get a true education as to how you can actually use your gifts and your talents and serve the world, make it a better place. And so it's not just lip service at university. You experience mm-hmm. it. I yeah, mean, that's right. You know, I didn't. I didn't prep three thousand students in the entire faculty to say, "Hey, <laughs> guess right. what? C.W. Hall from Business He's Radio coming. X is coming today." <laughs> yeah, that's right. And <laughs> we walked the campus, and you were like blown away by that. Yeah, I'd been in Atlanta since two thousand and two, I guess, and I've known the life university was here, but I didn't fully understand exactly what it was all about. Uh, with the name, initially, I had misperceptions. I thought it might have some sort of measure of faith-based uh, behind it. It does not. I just didn't, I wasn't aware of the culture that they have built there on campus around being a good citizen, being a, a good member of society. And the, the thing that really drove it home after meeting you and, and learning about chiropractic from you and, and your perspective and your philosophy around it, going to the university and seeing it put into place, putting it executed so well in terms of student after student after student. Hello. And, you know, doing just what you said, acknowledging you. If someone was two people were talking that you're walking by, they would turn and acknowledge you. Um, and very gregarious and, and authentic when they would be introduced and, and extending their own introduction without prompting. Just, I mean, for 19, 20 year old kids uh, who've got their own things going on, sports and their phones and all of those types of things to be so engaged as I was there. It was really, it was very palpable. Well, the university was built on a platform or the foundation, if you like, of what's called lasting purpose to give, do, love, and serve from a sense of abundance with no expectation of return. And they learned that early on. And if they're not that when they get there, they're that before they ever get out of there because that's totally ingrained into the curriculum. And, and you'll see, I mean, you know, you walked the cast with me and you saw different people. I mean, you know, so people would ask me something. I'd say, well, you know, what can I do to help you? Or what is it that you're looking for? And we all naturally are helpful for the betterment of the whole. Man, that's that's when I, when I was sitting there at lunch with you in the cafeteria and we'd met several students, we'd walked around the campus. I'm like, dude, I want to help. I want to help people learn about this place. Exactly. It was wonderful. It's, and we've developed a great relationship because of it and get to meet great people like Teresa and Sarah because of it. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so talk a little about Solution Road, Sarah, and what you're all about because it fits into you You help businesses and organizations tell their story. I, I We do? Oh, no, we do. We started Solution Road about... A year ago. A year ago, mm-hmm. right? We're evolving barely a one-year-old company. One of the things that that I see is we thought we were going to be something like this at first, and then we became something, we're becoming something different. Something more. Something more. Well, why don't you talk about what we're, what we're becoming? My name is Teresa Roth, mm-hmm. and I work with Sarah at Solution Road. We're a company that offers customized solutions to companies. We like to come into companies and listen to what they need. And we offer help in fundraising. We offer help in creative problem solving. Yeah. Sarah is one of the best salesmen and Thank you. 
Yes, seriously. She's one of the best salesmen that I've ever run across. Sarah and I like to work together to help companies become the best companies that they can be. So, so what's the question that you want to know when you, when you sit down, you get introduced to a, a business executive, an entrepreneur, what is, what is the, what is the pain point that you're looking to identify that you can help with? One of the things that I always think about is I sit down, we don't talk about us. We say, what do you, what do you have right now? Where are you? And usually before we even get to that meeting, we, we, we know what they have. We've done our homework on what they have. I will, and Teresa will, we'll sit down and do a brainstorm, kind of a projective. What if this company did this? What if they did that? What if they did this? And then we kind of put that out there a little bit and talk to people about it. What do you, what do you want is my first question. What do you want to have happen? What do you wish, what do you wish was happening right now? Then we just extrapolate. We met with a client a few months ago. They said, well, we want, we want people to know who we are. What, okay, what people, where? Are you working with your chamber of commerce? No. Okay, well, let's talk about that. Actually creating immediate pathways to connect for these companies. Also, how do you, want, how do you make your money? How do you go about working for a company where you're actually getting them more exposure, more revenue, you're doing it in a really exciting way that they never would have thought of on their own. Does that make sense? And so would you say that the, <laughs> that the primary, the, the primary, I mean, I know there's several different things you can help somebody with, but would you say the, the primary focus of Solution Road is to help me tell my story effectively and then from there be able to grow my business because A, I've refined and solidified who we are in terms of something that I could tell somebody yeah, and then helping them expand their, their level of exposure and their ecosystem. Is that, would you say the the, the target goal? Right. Yes. And I'm going to, I'll, I'll elaborate a little bit too, because it it gets a little bit more complicated because one of the things we want to do, like you and Jill have a relationship now. And Jill said before very wisely that, on the bot, the bottom line is you're always working with people. Our clients are people. They want us to know when they're home, when they're traveling. Uh, they want us to know about them, what they like, what they don't like, and how to communicate with them. One of the things that we do at Solution Road is we stress solution. We stress the word solution. Not that you have a problem but you have you have something that you want and you're not sure how to get it so we create your road and we help you get your solution usually it's about being a little creative doing a lot of matchmaking teresa and i love to put people together make magic happen <laughs> well, <laughs> find both new of you pathways come, both of you come from long like uh, professional careers with ties to media. Yeah. Um, both she, she, from a family than, perspective. Um, but then also, of course, Teresa was long time with WSB TV. Mm-hmm. Correct. 
um, in production and creative for their advertising section. Right, the sales department. Yeah, I so, came through the sales department in a production way. When you're when you're meeting a business executive, maybe mm-hmm. maybe you just get introduced to them. I mean, are there? It would seem to me that many of them don't necessarily realize that they need you. They don't necessarily. Maybe they're not doing poorly. Oh no. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, what is the hook? Where Where do you? Where's the? Oh my gosh! I never thought of that. I I didn't realize this is something I need to think about. That is when your marketing brain cells kick in. One of our new clients, they didn't think about this at all. And we met with them, said, well, what about aligning with a statewide association that's doing this and going into every county in Georgia and every school and every hospital and every, we, you know, we can do that. They were just taken aback <laughs> at first, mm-hmm. like, you mean all we have to do is this and we'll be statewide? And I was like, yeah. And then if you want to work with the mothership, we'll take you there too. Um, It's really, really important to know about distribution and not just distribution, you know, sending out things in the mail. It's important to know that logistics and um, the logistics chain is really important to sales and marketing. It's huge. And Sarah is so great at creating relationships because oh. we all know that <laughs> business relationships are so important there. <clears throat> and it takes you to the next level. And Sarah has this brain that works at like 500 miles an hour. It's bad. <laughs> and no, it's really good. And she can take people, she can see like into the future and take this person and meet this person with the next person and make these great business relationships that just make this wonderful teams. So it makes for, you know, a great, great situation. And we're never bored. No. (laughs) I wanted to to say when you were talking about your life talks um, several years ago, Teresa and I, um, along with the you know, the economy was not having fun, 2008, 2009. And we were both looking for something to sink our teeth into. And we started the, uh, we started the local TED Talk group. And um, that was, that was just something we did in our spare time because we were were we bored? Mm-hmm. We were bored. We wanted mm-hmm. to do something. So was TEDx Atlanta born from TEDx Peachtree? TEDx Peachtree, okay. and it's the biggest. It's the biggest uh, TEDx in the state, and we've gotten more people to the Big Ted Library. Again, the mothership, the Big Ted Library for their TED talks than any other regional TED group has. And Teresa and I. <laughs> <laughs> because of our media background and sales and sponsorship, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Teresa was like, all right, we're going to webcast this live. We're going to do it in high definition. I don't care how much it takes. We have to do this right. You had your motherboard, right? You had your, you had your motherboard with your technician. <laughs> well, we, I beg, borrow, and steal. We all do. To get what we get to we get. all do. But it was... 
one of the reasons that we've had so much success with TED in New York is because of Teresa bringing in that uh, visual capacity, understanding how to frame something, how to put it in the camera, how to write it, how to package it, how to edit it, uh, how to layer on the 3D animation. You know, we can do sales with with anybody. Our customers, our, our clients are very varied, very varied. And I was going to ask you, is there a typical picture of the organization that works no, with you? No, not after 12 months. We're getting different kinds of, of people. But one thing I think is kind of interesting that I did want to talk about was social media and people of a certain age. We've gotten some clients lately that are over 40, have companies, small entrepreneurial businesses, and they are petrified of Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, you know, for business. You know, how to, how to put this together? What do we do? They just know they need to do it. That's all they know. But they, they don't know how. But they don't know how to do it. The first time we talk to them is always a confessional. It feels like a confessional. I'm Catholic. Hello. It feels like a confessional. They're like, I'm sorry. I don't know how to use Twitter. Like, it's okay. You didn't kill anyone. You didn't murder anyone. You just don't know how to use Twitter. It's fine. Like, we can teach you. There's probably some upsides to that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we, ac we actually did a little Twitter lesson over the phone, like a conference call with several of our clients. Yep. And we're like, okay, now everybody take out your phone <laughs> and we're going to go to Twitter. <gasps> Twitter. We're at Twitter. It's so crazy out there. It is. It's it's actually, um, you know, when you don't have a handle on something, and but you have a vague knowledge of it. It's scary. It's like this blob of black out there, and you kind of avoid it as long as you can. And people are afraid to admit that they don't know how oh, they're, to use yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So what would you say yeah. from a messaging perspective? I mean... Because that's where it is in terms of trying to tell your story. Yeah. I mean, how do you... How do we figure how, out yeah, what their message is? on that? Yeah. We talk to the people just like you do and just like you do, Gilles. We figure out who they are. We message with integrity. We message who they are and we message their intent. We message what their purpose is. Of course, we message their product, but... They are an instrumental part of their product. If they can't be, or if they aren't, if they're so far removed, I don't even know why you would be in business. You know, now, you are you are you talking about things like where many businesses I've interviewed over time, and I and because of the way we put their information out after the fact, I visit their websites and and see what they are saying on their websites and, right. and their social media presence, et cetera. I'm interested by a number of them over time. I mean, they, they really spend some effort and time on their website platforms, uh, social media platforms, talking about their culture, talking about who who the people are right. behind the yep. company. It would seem that, I know that it made an impression on me, but it sounds like based on what you're saying that those types of elements are 
important regardless of what vertical you're coming from. Absolutely, they're crucial. We have a gentleman in Florida who has really amazing line of all natural skin products. We're in the we're in the process of sampling them. They're going they'll they'll arrive this week, Teresa. Yay. <laughs> so we're going to be using lots of lotions and creams to and and writing down what we think. But the gentleman behind the company, he insisted that we get these samples so we could understand what he was so talking about. you could experience about. the product, right? Exactly. It's all about the experience. At Ex- the end of the day, that's exa- what you want to be able to sell. Right, mm-hmm. right. And he's got something for everyone. It kind of made me think of that guy from The Wizard of Oz who... <laughs> <laughs> Not the wizard. Before he was the wizard, when yeah. he was like the traveling salesman, and he says, "Here, buy this. This jar of stuff will cure you from everything." Yeah. Okay. So he's got he's got something that he says will do that. So we're gonna try it out. He is charming. It's not even a thought to just know that he has to be the spokesperson behind his products. How often do you encounter a client and you begin to do your taking a look at their Our what, inventory? What's the story that they're telling today? How yeah. often do you come back and say, hey, we advise that you refine the message on the website. We, we advise that you... How often? Yeah. Would you say that constantly. that occurs? All the time. And, That's what, constantly. That was a good question. How often do you find that they're willing to do that? They are, they're always willing to do it. I haven't, people, you have to talk to people about their websites and their, their messaging with respect. You have to point out what your value is. What, what are you talking about? You, Jill, your flyer's perfect. I wouldn't change a thing. Looking well, at thank you. Right That's here. good. That's good to hear. I like, from I'm a- serious. I like it. Speaking to that, I yeah. mean, that's just part of the open communication with your client, with their social platform message, you know, there's like a message of their culture and then there's, you know, message of like events. But, you know, you have to be constantly communing, communicating with your client to talk about their message with them and about them. How often do you see the social media element being in the hands of a relatively low level person? on the on the totem pole all the time it seems to me that that happens a lot when you hear about xyz company put out a tweet and then they had to retract the tweet Mm -hmm. because maybe it was taunting the uh one of them was uh t-mobile taunting verizon in twitter and it caused a big issue for them i'm curious how often they've got somebody that's not necessarily the most experienced or necessarily the most uh, versed in what are, where are we trying to go from the leadership perspective, actually putting that information yeah. out. I think that, um, again, that there's an age factor there. A lot of, um, a lot of people think that Twitter, if you're the chief operating officer and you're doing Twitter all day, what is your, okay, Jill is shaking his head like, oh my God, that's so horrible. <laughs> yeah, I would think that I would think that the chief operating officer doesn't have time to be on Twitter okay. all day long. What right? about the what about the executive VP of public relations? Even that, thinking about that person being on Twitter all day long, 
Like, yeah, but if they're passing that off to an intern because they think it's not important, that's mm-hmm. so wrong. Right. Because it is so important. It right. creates a lot of the pain, doesn't it? Uh-huh. So so I guess the, the piece I'm digging at here to to illuminate is then having someone like Jill be in contact and communication with that person to say, here's our message. This is what this is what we we need to yeah. stay here. Mm-hmm. Communicate about mm-hmm. the communication. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um I think sometimes people are, they just stay in their lane. They don't move around. You know, Gilles was talking about from birth to where? The entire life process, from birth to death pretty much. Right? It's all intertwined. It absolutely is. You can't live one without the other. Right. It's all intertwined. So you communicate about the communication. and Well, you have to craft the message. Absolutely. And make sure everybody is clear on the message. Yeah. And then you send out the orders to people. Some of the people that we're working with right now, we've, oh, we've got three accounts where we're working with um, people that are getting used to social media. They're independent business owners. They're small companies. One of the things I find that we're doing a lot of is coaching. We're doing a lot of reassurance because we're teaching. So we want the teaching to be fun and we want it to be easy. We want them to learn and we want them to feel like they can ask us anything that they need to ask us. And they feel safe and they trust us. I think that's that's basically at your heart of sales, again, is if you don't, if you, if you're a snake oil salesman, you're not going to last very long, especially nowadays with so many ways to discover different things about people. As you were saying earlier, CW, when you look, when you're looking at a company or you're looking at someone's profile on Facebook, you know, you're really just trying to discover who they, who they are, whether they're a person or a company. Before you meet anybody in a professional way, you have, you better, you better have done all of that and more. One thing I like to do if I'm meeting with a company and I'm and I'm looking at the principals and some of the um, major players, is I research them independently of their company. Then I can see what things they do outside and what things they do inside. That tells a very different story than again if you just went to one one place to find your information. We've been talking with. Teresa Roth and Sarah Smith of Solution Road, learning about how companies can better tell their story, uh, refine the the discussion of who their business is, what their culture is all about. Um, when you look at an organization like a uh, Life University, that's they've got they've got a team, you know, just to use them as a p- potential as a client, right? Yeah. To, to when you, when you look at an organization that's on their scale, they've got people that are in communications, they've got marketing people. So where do you fall into that kind of an organization? Obviously, when you're talking to that small business owner that doesn't have that kind of resource on staff, I mean, it's easy to see that this is why I would need an expert like you. But when you when you are interfacing with an organization, maybe a larger scale that has marketing people in place, that have communications people in place, I would presume that we're not talking about replacing them, that you layer over them some outside eyes that yeah. say, what about this? What about this? Yeah. And, it, and it, how often in that situation would you find pushback that, oh, we got that, we, we got it covered? We, we've had that happen. And you have to be very respectful of people's jobs. 
of their positions. You know, sometimes you can't do everything that you think you should do or that you want to do. And the last thing that we ever want to do is shove something down somebody's throat because we think it's a good idea. You have to be so respectful when you go into places where you have a marketing manager and a, a marketing coordinator, marketing assistant, and a chief marketing officer. You you know, you don't go in and say, boy, you guys are missing the boat on everything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about is because what you're able to do through through your work is to help that help that brand, you know, blossom and, and reach its potential maybe faster, maybe a broader scale. Um, and I would imagine that's a bit of a tightrope that you have to walk because... Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, it, it, you have to be authentic. You have to be respectful. One of the things that Teresa has taught me, is still teaching me actually, <laughs> is how to listen. <laughs> right. She's laughing. How to listen. Do, do you, know why, you know why God gave you two ears and only one mouth, right? I really don't. So you would listen twice as much as you speak. <laughs> oh, would Never you email that me that? <laughs> I could email you that. I would sure. Or, or text me, or tweet it. Well, it's you funny to, you're talking you to reply. It's funny you're talking about. I will. Te- you're, I will. Te- you're talking about texting, and you asked me a question earlier about you know if we had a speaker on sports, and I said no, we didn't. And as soon as we changed the conversation, it made me realize that the following day at Life University, we're having the inaugural uh, Life University Concussion Awareness. Ah, and prevention summit. Got it. And Big so while topic. so so what? Yeah, it's a huge topic, right? Yep. And we're expecting like about a thousand people. It's 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 free to the public, so you know parents and coaches and and athletes can come. And you know that the NFL just came. They just came out yesterday with their public admission ever, mm-hmm. their first time ever public yes. admission that that they were uh, aware high impact. Yeah, of course they were. They were aware. I know. But interestingly, it's talking about the business of texting. I texted the individual that's in charge of that, and I asked them what the URL was for the concussion summit. So in your business, I'm sure you're going to give me input on it, and I'd be curious to your input. But it's concussionsummit.neurolifeinstitute.com. And I have a thought about it. I'm not an expert in that world, but concussionsummit.neurolifeinstitute.com. What would be your take on the length of that URL? I think it's that's a little. Long. What was that part in the middle? Yeah, exactly. Neuro, neuro life. <laughs> you lose something, right? I right. think I did. So Concussion the... Summit dot neuro life dot. No, neuro life institute. Okay, there we go. Institute. So com. it may be a situation where you want to go to a GoDaddy and and do the Concussion Summit dot com that points to that URL. Exactly. I just, I mean, I'm not in charge of this, but I I, I texted because I wanted to have to have the conversation. And then when you were talking about you know the work that you do and how it's important to sort of keep it simple and, and streamline things. I was like, oh my gosh, this is a crazy URL. I mean, somebody listening now, concussionsummit.neurolifeinstitute.com. Yeah. The chances of having a typo when you type it in and mm-hmm. never getting to it is huge. Right. Do you have right. all your speakers lined up for that? We do. Now! We do. Do you have anybody it's, from it's, the NFL? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> well, that you might need to talk. After we might need to talk to there me. We, we, we could have a talk Making for a maybe connection. next year's, right? Making a connection. There we'll talk go. more for if sure. If they just said it today and you had somebody from the NFL come in, that sure. would be cake. That would be huge. But I was going to say ass, but I didn't. <laughs> well, before, I, before I get you all back to the office, do you have any final thoughts that you want to leave folks with around Solution Road or what they might need to think about as it relates to 
telling their story more effectively? We um, come and visit our website, solution-road.com and um, send us uh, an email and ask us. You might get back to them. I will get back to them. (laughs) Um, It will be an enjoyable experience. Yes. For all parties, I take it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And one one aspect of our business that we didn't really get to go into that I would like to touch on is we can do storytelling through production. Production is is kind of my end. I have a real passion for production. And that's one thing that uh, we can really go into and and it's a beautiful thing. You had to try to tell stories in 30 to 60 second vignettes. So yes, she can yes. do it in 10 seconds very yeah. effectively. Yeah. She can come up with a, um, a quip or something that will be catchy. You know, I thought of one today, sea lions coming soon, right? The aquarium. I'm like, sea lions coming soon. It sounds like Celine Dion coming soon, <laughs> right? And then I, I thought, what would be better than that? And I'm like, I'm like, have you, do you see a lion? See a lion? <laughs> do you see a lion? Do you see a lion? You will. Something fun. See lions coming soon. It sounds like chicken fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Tell folks where to go to get more information about Life Talk Shelf. Oh, pretty simple. That's a simple URL because I picked it. Lifetalks.org. Woo. And you Perfect. can register there. You can register there. You can read about the speakers. You can look at... Uh, videos of last year's speakers. Everything's up there. There's no charge to look at the videos. So you'll get you'll get to see the production value that we had at year one. That's only going to get better, obviously, with year two. I'm sure it's beautiful. If you are a parent of kids coming up through high school here around the Atlanta area and beyond, um, we're broadcasting worldwide. But if you have kids coming up school age that are going to be graduating soon, take a look at Life University. They have a wide range of, as Jill was talking about, undergraduate degrees, health sciences, uh, rich. They also have business as part of that. There's master's degrees uh, available at uh, Life University. And then, of course, they have the doctorate in chiropractic as well. So you want to take some time. I can assure you that you'll be very pleasantly surprised by what you discover when you dig into what Life University is all about and and some of the things that they're going to be working to impart to your kids. In addition to the education that they're going to receive there, they're going to get some coaching on how to be a better human uh, in in our community. And I think that that's one of the things that really leapt out at me that as much as anything else that made me want to help educate people about what they're trying to do. And if you know of a high school student that you believe exemplifies integrity, go to lifetalks.org nominate them to receive the Life of Integrity Award that will be presented at the Life Talks World Congress on the Friday, May 13th. Along with the award, they'll also receive a $500 scholarship. Wow. I've got a couple of folks that are working on that. They had people in mind, so they've just got to get back to me with the... With the information, the I mean, it's easy. There is a online fill-in form. Just go there, fill in the form, submit it, and nominate your child, someone else's child, a student, you know, you might be a coach, you might be a teacher, you might be a physician who says, wow, that kid comes into my office and is an amazing child of integrity. Nominate them. Let's start recognizing our youth so we can support them to grow. That's right. 
And if you are coming back for the podcast and you've not done so already, you'll see the Apple logo there in the upper left-hand corner of the show page. That'll take you to the Midtown Business Radio Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to us so that way each week when the new episode comes out, it's downloaded straight to your device, ready for the ride to work, walking the dog, getting your Fitbit and moving. And turn around and share this information with your social media networks. We hope you do because you never know when you might just put some information in somebody's hands that makes a difference in their life or their business. So we'll say thank you in advance for the folks that share it for us. Sarah and Teresa, thanks for taking some time. I was pleased to have Jill joining me in the studio again today. And uh, for all the folks that made us a part of their day today, I want to say thanks so much. We really value your time and appreciate you very much. We'll look forward to seeing you all same time, same place next week. We'll see you then.